Just Thank having so much fun. Really fun. The fact that I'm talking to you right now means that you actually that you're listening right now. So shout out you. Shout out you. Do your dance. Welcome to episode 22 of the Informer Recluse Podcast. I am your host, Marte, aka the L Don, aka Iggy, aka Andretti, aka Igloo, aka Ig Mac with the Big Sack, aka King of the Office, aka Tay Tay, aka Tasty. A.K.A. Ig motherfucking snig I'll split your fucking weird Fucking with the fucking kid Leo ass brainless A.K.A. Uncle Tay A.K.A. Uncle Iggy A.K.A. whatever other nicknames You have for me Because there are so many And I do appreciate them all Yes I've missed you too Have you missed me boo Ooh, ooh. I'm having fun today man It's been a little while Shouldn't have left you Without a dope beat To step to Step 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 To step step Hey, shout out to Aaliyah. May she rest in peace. They getting R. Kelly the fuck out of here. Even though that was consensual, it was still ridiculous and nonsensical. Bars. In any case, I'm back from Disney World. I'm back from my little hiatus. I just been uh, really focused on the gym real quick. You feel me? Like, I felt like this summer's got off. I got off to a real sluggish start. You feel me? Like... I was wilding, like, <laughs> I've been wilding this summer, so I had to just get back focused, retrain that thing, because I don't want to be that thing that killed John Wayne, you understand? I want to be that thing that outlived that man, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just been focused, making sure I get my little priorities together. Not to say that the podcast isn't a priority, but y'all not a priority to me in the sense that I'm not getting a bag for this shit, and like, I feel like... The content that I produce is really superior to a lot of other content that people inhale and intake on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis, you feel me? So when I'm speaking, like I want to make sure it's authentic, and then I want to make sure that it's relevant, and then I want to make sure that it's all encompassing with the times, and not just with the times, but over the course of all time, you feel me? Because I feel like everything that I be talking about, you can listen to this shit today, you can listen to it four years from now, and I hope that we as people would have gotten better at problem solving and the issues that I speak on, like the oil spills and trash and in the sea and, you feel me, Amazon and conglomerates, monopolies. Excuse me. You already know what's on deck. Casamigos, Reposado. Shout out to my nigga, George Clooney. Hopefully, we get you on the podcast one day. But yeah, I just hope that one of these days, if not soon, better late than never, but we just find a way to heal all of the issues. Not all of them, but most all of them, at least, that we have as human beings. So I just want to make sure that I'm producing great content, top notch at all times. But yeah, man, as you know, last episode, I told y'all I was getting out of here on y'all last. I went to Disney World for the first time. And the funny part about it all, <laughs> the funny part about it all is that a story had came back about an angry, of course, white mom posting about how people with children shouldn't go to Disney World. And I kind of agree, right? To a certain extent. And when I say I kind of agree with her, from my experience, 
first of all, y'all is really out here, like, fucking. <laughs> y'all is really like, I'm like, not to say that I'm not, but it's like, y'all out, y'all raw dogging, going nuts, nigga. Y'all ain't pulling out. Bruh, there are so many kids at Disney World. I can't even fathom, like, bro, if I had to put a number on it, I couldn't do it. Like, there are so many children. Like, everybody in the... It felt like like everybody in the world had kids. You feel me? Not Disney World, obviously, but, like, just, like, bro, y'all out here shooting up the club. You feel me? Y'all say two bucks in a bucket. Fuck it. And I respect that. You feel me? Like, use your fertility while you still have it. You feel me? But, hey. <laughs> Look, man. Practice make perfect, and perfect makes us. The pull-out God. I'm not playing with y'all. But, yeah, man. It's so many kids, and it's like, to a certain extent, I agree with that angry white mom. But I feel like, at the same time, like, you... Like, okay, Disney is such a huge corporation, right? It's such a part of American culture. Like, like you associate cartoons with Disney. Like, you associate television with the Disney Channel. Like, children, you know what I mean? Like, that. it's a staple, you feel me? It's like, what? It's like, it's kind of saying, like, what black people drinking? Hen dog, you feel me? Like, it's kind of like that. But on a more child-friendly scale. So, at some point, I feel like it's important to go and scout the opponent, right? Because let me tell you, Disney is no fucking picnic, bro. Like, it is no fucking picnic, and I'm glad that I took the time in my life to go out there and kind of, like I said, scout the opponent because it is a beast. Florida is, you feel me, like... You hear about Florida, and thank for, thank you for everybody who prayed for me because I did not encounter Florida, man. I did encounter fucking cancel flights and all of that, but that's another... That's We're going to say that for the end because I want to let y'all know about this experience. Okay, so it's like... Disney wild as hell. Like, first of all, all of them parks, bro, like, each park is very different, right? And that's obvious because if they weren't, why would they build them? Animal Kingdom is my favorite because Animal Kingdom is like, it's Animal Kingdom shooting 100%, right? Like, when you go to Animal Kingdom, there is no bullshit. I'm sorry for this piece of paper. This is my notes for my rankings for the rides because I did rank, yes, I did take the time to rank all of the rides. Oh, shit, damn. Foot ass, boy. <laughs> my bad. But I did take time to rank all of the rides. But yeah, Animal Kingdom is easily my favorite park, all right? But that's not neither here nor there. So, first of all, there is minimal shade. So, I recommend, first of all, don't take your kids in the summer. Like, it's a death sentence as a parent because not only do you have to keep them hydrated you have to stay hydrated keep them from being irritated you have to stay from being irritated and then keep them like nutritioned you feel me but we all know like eating too much in the heat is damning so i would recommend going in what florida deems the winter so whenever that is maybe february march early april 
early to mid-April, that's when you go. Don't go like don't even think about going any other time of the year. It's not worth it. T- trust me, it's not worth it. Go when it's cool and the sun is not fucking beaming on you 24/7 literally and it's 96 degrees at 2 a.m. in the morning and there's no reprieve. Like don't don't do yourself the disservice like I did. Right? So that's first of all. Second of all, if your children are not between the ages of I, when I want to I want to say 10 but okay, I'll be Let's just say eight, right? If your children are not between the ages of eight and 12, unless like if they're like 13, 14, unless they like really love like a Disney film or multiple Disney films or characters there, don't take them. It's no eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 is the cutoff. Those are your prime Let's fucking go to Disney World, Disneyland years. After that or before that, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're fucking stupid, right? Because the children are too young at some point. It's like they understand what you're saying. They can construct sentences, but they don't understand the discipline that it takes because they're fucking four years old and they see Buzz Lightyear running around or they see fucking Mulan and they just want to go do whatever or they see Lilo and Stitch and so on and so forth and they just want to go do whatever with those characters and they don't have any discipline to know like bro you just can't be running off in the middle of Disney World like it's, it's, it's too much work it becomes a full time job plus overtime versus just a full time job which is just kicking it with your kids at Disney World right so between the ages of 8 and 12 prime years so Right now, you're taking your children in the in the winter of Florida, and you're taking them between the ages of 8 and 12, right? Second of all, you can't be a single parent out there. Like, if you got to take your sister, your brother, you feel me, a, a active grandparent, you need a team. Like, you can't just go down to Disney World and be like, yo, I'm taking the kids to Disney World. All three of y'all hop in the van. We out here. No, don't be silly. You're a fucking clown if you do that. Don't set yourself up. It's not worth it. You need, for every three kids, you need two bodies. You feel me? And every two kids, goddammit, you need two bodies. So, unless it's a one-to-one ratio, you should not be at Disney as a single parent. It's not worth it. It's going to be a shit show. It's too many people, bro. It's too many crowds. It's too many lines. It's, it's just, it's, the odds are very much against you, and I'm taking the under that you're going to do what you need to do to survive that. <laughs> All right. Fourth, flash pass, not worth it. Like, unless you got the plug on the flash pass, it's not worth it. Like, don't even bother, because the way that it's designed is you only get a couple of rides, a day, right? To like flash past the line. And you only get an hour to use that pass. So like you have to literally plan your day around that park in those hours that you can take down this specific ride or specific rides. 
and it kind of fucks up the whole rest of the day because the lines are so long, bro. Like, there's no way around it. Like, you kind of, like, even if you don't believe you're going to wait for two hours for every ride, like, you kind of have to allot two hours to stand in line to enjoy the two minutes or less that you're going to be on that ride. Like, that's just the game we in. What you going to do about it? And that's why it's important to not go in the summer so that you can indulge in the alcoholic beverages outside of Magic Kingdom, because Magic Kingdom, you can only get adult beverages, apparently, when you sit down at a restaurant, which you have to make a reservation there. But that's another complaint for another time. We're not here to complain. I'm just here to let you know my experience and what I've learned about Disney. So all of those things. And it's kind of like I understand why she said single people should not be at Disney because it elongates the crowds and it kind of suffocates the already suffocated space. However, as a single person who wants to be a father and expects that his children will enjoy Disney films, TV, cartoons, and the like... I needed to know what I was getting into and that was kind of you kind of you should just go once like you should just go once as a scouting technique and then after that like I said when your children 8, 12 you ready to go and you know what to expect but yeah man it was super decent shout out to my brother Brad my sister-in-law Christina for hooking us up, making sure we were well taken care of. The free 99, all things considered. It was a great trip. The experience, like I said, it was decent as fuck for a single black male around a bunch of kids and moms and dads. It was super dope. And shout out to all of the interracial couples. Like, I don't want to be y'all, but shout out to y'all. Like, that was hella interracial couples there. And I'm proud of y'all for, you know, Doing what y'all need to do. In the name of love, that is. Step in the name of love. Yeah. They got his ass stepping on with his dog. Says that, get over here. You're going with us, buddy. (laughs) But yeah, man. All right, so let's close out this Disney topic for real. So I'm going to rank my rides. I think, I, I think we did 18 rides, 17 rides, it looks like. So I'm going to rank them from least favorite to best favorite. And that's another thing. Before I start this, like, remember, Disney is designed for children. Right? So, like, I'm a thrill seeker. Like, I fuck with the big roller coasters, the giant drops, all of that. Disney ain't for the thrill seekers, bro. It's for the kids. So if you going out there looking for a scare and all of that, just go to Six Flags, bro. Like real life. Like just go to Six Flags, Gurney. You're going to have a grander time as far as thrill seeking goes. But in any case, number 17, Haunted Mansion. That is in the Magic Kingdom Park trash. Super trash. 16 was Frozen. Frozen was great because it was on our first day there. 
and it was so hot. Like, you have to adjust to that kind of heat, bro. Like, that's not some heat you just... Like, unless you're from a neighboring southern state, you're not prepared. Me as a Chicagoan or us as Chicagoans, we were not prepared for that kind of heat. We didn't want that smoke. Not at all. So, Frozen, while it was kind of trash and I've never seen Frozen and that fucking... Oh, my God. That fucking snowman is one of them. I've never seen Frozen, but I've seen that snowman everywhere. And he is literally the most annoying Disney character I have ever encountered in the history of Disney. I fucking hate him. But that ride is better than Haunted Mansion for the single fact that it's cold in there and it was hot outside. So, yeah. But even still, just as a ride perspective... It was better than Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion was fucking trash. And Frozen, by the way, was where? It was in Epcot. So, and shout out to Epcot, because if you, man, I, man, just drinking around the world. Like, if it wasn't so hot, it would have been more enjoyable. But it was too hot to, like, get wasted. Not even wasted, just, like, like tipsy to the point where you could tolerate, like, this being your first experience and experiencing those long waits. You feel me? So, shout out to Epcot for that. I see what you're trying to do. And, um, okay. 15. 15 was the Speedway. That was the Tomorrowland Speedway. That was also in Magic Kingdom. That was decent. You feel me? I wish the cars went a little faster. But like I said, it's designed for children or kids. You feel me? Tweens. It's not designed for us. It's not designed for a 28-year-old thrill chaser. Thrill seeker, I should say. 14 Spaceship Earth That one was decent My bad I'm smoking And then Alien Saucers You feel me The little green toy aliens From Toy Story They got the little saucers uh, They It's decent Cause they switch it up Like cause when they twirl And it kinda like Irky jerky you Like Cause they move all the way around It just don't go in like a little circle So that was decent Pirates of the Caribbean I like that one That was decent That was next And then the Magic Carpets of Aladdin It's like a merry-go-round But like you can control the carpet Like it can go up and down And shit like that Like that was super dope And then Soaring Around the World That was super dope That was next And then Everest Mount Everest That one was next that was super, or Expedition Everest, I'm sorry. Number nine, that was decent. And then the Slinky Dog Dash, that one was super nice. But of course, it came in at eight. That one's at Hollywood. You feel me? Toy Story Land. Shout out to Toy Story Land. Toy Story Land is super dope. I highly recommend that you take that down in the first two days just so you get that experience. So if you want to circle back on the last day, you can knock it out twice because it's definitely worth it. And then you got Safari, the Kilimanjaro Safari, which is in my favorite park, Animal Kingdom, as is Expedition Everest. So, yeah, like I've never like flamingos are one of my favorite animals just based on reading. You feel me? So I, that was the first time I had ever seen a real life flamingo, saw a rhino, saw some hyena, saw um, cheetah, some wildebeest. Yeah, it's like super dope and like super like educational. Like, shout out to Kilimanjaro Safari and Animal Kingdom, and then the test track coming in at six. Like, you build a car, 
like based on certain parameters that they give you and then like once you build it you kind of you get in it like you can test drive it against another car and we dusted them other cars boy they built like a they built basically a goddamn um what's the what's the um I can't even think of it, but they built an eco-friendly car. And I, we built some shit that had power in it. You feel me? So we dusted them. And then the rock and roller coaster, that was super dope. That was in Hollywood. And then Expedition Space. Or well, Space, no, yeah, Expedition Space, that was super dope. Fucked with that one. Or Space Mountain, I should say. Expedition Space. Space Mountain. Oh my god. I fuck with Space Mountain a long way. I thought it was gonna be a little more dangerous, but I like it because like it does all of these twists and turns for the thrills, and it's in the dark. So that's what made it super dope. And I had a real hard time between Space and Splash Mountain. But I put Splash Mountain before because Splash Mountain has a little trick up its sleeve and you get wet and like I said, it was hot. So I guess that's biased, but I like Splash Mountain either way. Splash Mountain go crazy. And then, of course, Tower of Terror, which is the one I posted the pick from because that one was super dope. Number two. And then my favorite of all of them was the Avatar experience, which I waste, oh, which I waited over two hours in line to make sure we got to do and totally worth it totally worth it like cause it's like I don't even know bro like you put this um you put this not even put this you get you get on this um kind of motorcycle type thing it's like VR but not cause you in front of a screen and the screen kinda just does this thing and the the thing and I don't even know how to describe it bro but it's super dope <laughs> it's super dope definitely worth two hour wait now if you get a flash pass for that that that'll be worth your that'll be worth your money but yeah man that's my rankings for that that's my rankings for that shout out to Disney bro for showing a nigga a good time can't wait to take the kids though hopefully Avatar still though we'll see Cause they supposed to be doing a part two, so hopefully, uh, hopefully it stays a little while. You know what I'm talking about? But yeah, man, Disney World roll credits. So I want to talk about cleanliness, being next to godliness. You feel me? Like I don't understand how people don't stay clean. Like I feel like the inside of your home is a reflection of you. You feel me? Like, I don't really want to say your character because that's a bit strong, but I feel like it's a reflection of the person you are in some way. And, like, far too often, bro, like, because I don't really like going to people's crib because people's cribs don't be up to par. Like, and I know I'm, like, crazy with the OCD or whatever, like, even my desk at work, like, I don't like people touching my desk, touching things on my desk because I have everything in a specific place, in a specific order. And it's the same way when I've got a crib, stuff like that. And living with my dad, that's super, that's a super challenge, especially with my sister, though, because it's like, it's not, it's not really my, it's my crib, but it's not really my crib because, like, you feel me? Like, you got roommates, you feel me? So everything not always going to be up to par. But one thing, I just can't understand how people live, 
like in chaos you feel me like in junk and and not just complete order and cleanliness like that's one thing I've always appreciated about my mom and my grandma Jackie like whether we was living in a big crib or whether we were living in the projects bro like our crib was spotless bro like and I guess that's like she's a huge part of that reason why I am the way that I am but it I don't get why, like, my little brother not like that. Like, you feel? <laughs> like, I don't get it, like, how we could be so different. But it's like, like, I really want to talk about this because, like, I've never met a, like, stable woman with a dirty crib. You feel me? Like, you can, like, I feel like, like, because I know I'm unstable. But not like in a chaotic sense, you feel me? Like I'm just unstable because I have choices, I guess. And I'm like a real nigga, like I'm an honest person, like, and I just, I'm not here for whatever I'm not here for. But I've never met a stable person with a filthy crib. But there are unstable people with clean cribs. But it can't be the inverse. Like, there are no stable people with dirty cribs, but there are stable people with clean cribs, but there are unstable people with clean cribs also. So it's not a true indication of that person's stability or what have you, but it is an indication on how that person will care for things. And a lot of people don't care about shit, especially if they don't care about their own things. You feel me? So... In November of 2015, on my original Scribe and Action blog, I wrote a beginner's guide on how to keep your, clip, your crib clean. And I'll share this on my social medias again. But I ranked it and I gave notes and tips on how to keep it clean. And I just want to review this process because it's so, it annoys me to my core, like, and it makes my skin crawl like when I'm in an environment that isn't clean and I don't know how people live that way. I don't really care to understand because it's really not that hard to clean up. Like, like if you think about the totality of most people's homes, like it doesn't take more than three, four hours to knock out. Like, like if your crib like stupid dirty. It don't take more than three, four hours to get your shit back up to par, like, and even beyond par. But in any case, so for me, this is how I ranked it. I guess this is the ranking episode, huh? <laughs> so the kitchen I put is the absolute most important room in the entire pad, period. How can you offer someone, let alone yourself, a drink or a snack when it looks like an ant paradise in your area of food prep? Really? Like, think about that, like. If you at a chick crib or if you at a dual crib and y'all lounging, y'all kicking it and they like, yo, you want something to drink or you, you want a sandwich? You feel me? Like, it's like, bro, hell no, that dirty ass kitchen. Like, bro, I don't want nothing up in there. Like, I'm cool. You feel me? Like, how can you be comfortable in an environment and such? I, I don't get it. Maybe somebody can explain it to me. Whatever. Second most important is the bathroom. And I write, personally, my favorite room in the pack. Why? Because it's the room that people will judge your character the most based upon. Majority of all visitors will eventually use this space. And if the style matches the cleanliness, it can win you lots of home credit. 
Also, when you are uncomfortable with someone, whether at their residence or yours, where do you go to get your head in the game? You feel me? Like, no lies detected. That's going to hold true irregardless of the situation you find yourself in. Third is the living room. And I wrote, what is supposed to be the coziest and busiest room in the house is surprisingly the easiest to clean. You simply pick stuff up and put it where it belongs. Vacuuming or sweeping may be the hardest thing to do, but even that is a minor task. That's it. That's all. Where's the lie? Facts. Facts on facts. And then lastly, the bedroom. Reading, fornicating, sleeping. Those are the uses of the bedroom. Anything else and you're doing it wrong. It should always be organized to your liking, though keeping it clean that way can be a drag. My rule is when I get home for the day, unless spontaneous events should occur, I take off my clothes, place them back on their hangers or shelves or in the laundry bin accordingly. Like, it's really that easy. Think about it. Think about it. You feel me? Like, it's not that hard. That's it. That's the end of it. That's keeping your crib clean. And for some reason, it seems to be a hard enough task to do that, that people just don't. And maybe I'm missing the point here. Maybe cleanliness is not the wave (laughs) in our generation. But like I can't rock like personally, I can't rock with anybody or a woman, I should say. I can't rock with a woman who don't got a clean crib, bro, like. I can't. That shit unnatural, bro. Like, even like I know in my past, like my cave was stupid clean. Like, don't write no hieroglyphs on my walls, bro. Like, put that shit on some papyrus. Don't write on, my, don't write on my walls. I'll punch your ass in your nose. For real, I just don't know. But like, I just like have y'all ever met a stable person? that you were interested in or like have y'all ever dated somebody that had a dirty clip dirty crib and it turned out to work out for you in your favor i'm really curious like if you in a relationship right now holla at me like when you went to that person's crib was it clean or was it like bro like or mom what's going on here like i'm really curious Because if there is a narrative change that's out there and there are some wonderful people who just don't like cleaning up, that's information that I need to know because I would like to really sit down with these people. I would like to take them out to lunch and talk to them about why they are the way that they are and how that works for their lifestyle. You feel me? I'm curious. But yeah, man, I wasn't raised that way and I just don't agree with that way of living. And I don't understand it. Because I'm a really clean person and it's really frustrating. And I know I'm going off on a little baby rant right now, but shit's stupid. Like, just clean your crib. And I don't have a rundown, so we winging this whole thing. First time. I don't don't know what we talking about. I just got to talk to y'all. Well, talk to myself, really. And then let y'all hear me talk to myself.
<laughs> Which is a whole nother I don't know Sometimes I sit and I think about that Like I'm really sitting here talking to myself And then letting people hear me talk to myself Which is hilarious In itself But it makes sense though And the hardest thing to do is like book guests Because people are so shoddy right Like that's why I be like stupid, like waiting to last minute to to commit to stuff. Like I don't like committing to stuff too soon, bro. Cause I change my mind at the flick of a um flick of the um pen. You feel me? Like I'm cool on that. Like I ain't even trying to do that today. I know I committed eight months ago, but nah, I'm cool. That's why, like as we get older, like weddings and stuff like that. Like if I like I gotta really fuck with you, like. To like be RSVP in four months in advance, five months in advance. Like I gotta show up with a gift, sit through it, listen to all. You feel me? Like you feel? Oh, damn, that sound like work. People birthdays, you gotta show up with a gift, put on a good face, have good energy. Like I don't know what my day like that day. Like. Sometimes you just can't turn it on and off. So, gee, that's why I don't really like guests because, you feel me? Like, I understand. People are wishy-washy. That's that's the game we in. What you going to do about it? But, yeah, man. And that's another thing. Like, bro, we live in a day and age where you don't even really know people anymore. You feel me? Like, <laughs> like you don't even really, like... That's why I love my brothers, you feel me? Like, I love my homies. Because it's like, bro, them the people I grew up with, those are the people I know. Like, I know their families. Like, I know their origin stories. Like, I can vouch for them. And they have been vouched for. But it's like, new niggas, like... You don't meet people, families anymore, you feel me? Like, you can't verify their version of events. Because it's like... People really be making up their life. And that's why I'm glad, G. My life, D, we 22 episodes in. Like, you you hear about my life every, you feel me? Whenever I drop a pod, you hear about it. Like, you can go, whoever you need to talk to, you can go back and you can go verify it. Like, I'm on wax with it. But it's like people just really out here telling their version of events for their lives and you can't verify it because you don't really know who they are. Like, you don't know who they family is. And, like, you, like, I'm skeptical about everything. And it's like, I'm trying not to become cynical, but it's like, I just keep my distance. Like, if there's a reason that we should be kicking it, like, if there's something to be gained from us kicking it, then I'm cool with that. Like, sometimes you just got to politic to bullshit to get what you're trying to get. And as hard as that is for me, like sometimes, like I said, sometimes you just got to do it. But most of the time, eight out of 10 times, I just be like, bro, I'm not trying to have nothing to do with this person. Like, I don't know you from a can of paint, bro. Like, I don't know you from a can of paint, mom. Like, your story is not verified. Like, where are your childhood friends? Like, and that's another thing. <laughs> when people come around you and they try to ingratiate themselves with your clique or your gang or your circle, like, that's to me, that's super weird because I would never do that. 
You feel me? Because I come from a place of love. Like, my brothers got love for me. You feel me? Like, my family got love for me. Like, they know how, I, they know how I'm coming. They know what I stand on. So I'm not trying to be argumentative. I'm trying not. I'm. I'm not trying to be new to anybody. Like I'm just me, bro. And like that. That's what comes with me. But a lot of niggas be out here, fucking lizards, bro. Chameleons trying to blend in with the territory, telling a different story at every different page. You feel me? And it's like, how can I verify this if I don't know anybody? from your background and you haven't brought anybody from your background around like to me that's suspicious bro like you should at least have two good friends from your childhood or from your like maturation stage from about 14 to whatever age you are now and people who don't have that people who don't bring friends to friends that's kind of weird to me right like, you ever just met a nigga and he just like, oh, hey, guys, I want to be down with you all. Here's my story. And it's like, bro, like, how we know that? <laughs> like, <laughs> you feel me? If you get jammed up, don't mention my name. I don't know you. You feel me? Like, don't come around here with all that fictitious bullshit. You feel me? Like, we really don't be knowing nobody no more. And that's a big part of, like, dating, too. Like, Motherfucker, like, I, I understand, like, for some people, parents, like, it's stupid, stupid old school. But it's like, for me, G, I need to know your parents, like, when it comes to this dating shit, like. Because first of all, we deal with a lot of broken humans, like. Luckily, for me, I'm grateful and I'm blessed to have both of my parents in my life. Although they are not together. Like, I have both of them, and I get to talk to them about their different version of events and get their advice on different things, and I know who's the strong parent on what situations. I'm grateful for that. But a lot of people are broken. Like, they, they pops gone, or they mom's gone, or both are gone, and they raised by their grandparents. But still and all, like, those are people you need to get to know because, like, I'm big on, like, in-laws. Like, I can't rock with you. If I don't rock with your parents or the persons that raised you, because it's like at the end of the day, when it comes like at the end of the day, like we talked about previously here on this podcast, the only thing that we know we're here for sure to do is reproduce. And that's why I shouted out everybody at Disney World, bro. Like y'all out here really fucking and shooting the club up and reproducing like y'all really out here doing that. Like I commend you for that salute salutations. I wish I had. The bravery that y'all did you feel me at my age because a lot of them it's a lot of young parents or they look young or relatively young like it was a lot of them out there bro like and I know they had to start 28 or sooner which is where I'm at right now and like you feel me like we talk I can't wait to be an old lame dad but I can though because I want to do the shit the right way or not even the right way because there is no such thing that's so Subjective, but I want to do it my version of the right way. And for me, that takes good in laws. Like, you feel me? Like, my family, they decent enough. You feel me? So I need a, a strong family on the other side. Make sure I get along with them. Like, I ain't trying to beef with nobody about their daughter. 
You feel me? Like, I ain't trying to beef with nobody about my kids, the way that I raise my kids. Like, there needs to be a mutual understanding. And it's like, bro, I need to know where you come from. Like, before I can commit to that life with you. You feel me? But most people, parents, like, they want you to commit. Or most people, daughters, I should say, they want you to commit. And then you get to meet the parents. But for me, like, that's ass backwards. Like, shorty, y'all don't really, like, I know you from your version of the of the story. You feel me? But it needs to be verified. And I would feel like you should feel the same way. That's why anybody that I'm open and receptive to, and I know that I can elongate this thing and we can take it to the next level. For come holler at my mama. I need my mama to, you feel me, scan you up and down, have a conversation with you. Let's do it the big way. But that energy isn't always reciprocated. And that shit is a scary proposition, bro. Like, motherfuckers try to hide you from their parents, like, hide you from their upbringing. Like, you don't know what to think. Like, in a person in my in my shoes, like, I'm big on that. Like, damn. Like, you want me to do X, Y, Z before I get to meet the folks? Like, what's really going on? I got trust issues, mom. Since 16 years old. Shout out to Ashley McDonald. And it's the same way with friends, man. Like, you just can't be out here trusting everybody, bro. You can't be out here trusting everybody's version of events. Because everybody is the star in their own movie. And motherfuckers is going to write the role to make themselves pop off the screen. Irregardless of how you feel. Or how it affects you. Or how it affects the people around them. Everybody's the star of their own film. And that's why I'm an open book, bro. Some people call me an asshole. Some people call me the most friendly person on earth. Some people call me the most caring person, the most loving, the most mean. But guess what? I'm all of those things contingent upon who you are to me. Or I could be all of those things to the same person, contingent upon the situation. That's the beauty about being human, bro. We emote differently every day. To feel is to love, and to love is to feel, and to be alive is to feel everything. If you cry, you laugh, you smile, you sleep, it's a full day. You cry today? No. You ain't have a full day. Not to say that every day gonna be full. You don't need to cry every day. Did you smile? Did you laugh? Did you eat good? Did you pass gas? Did you take a shit? You damn near had a full day. But in any case, man, yeah, like it's it's, it's scary out here, man. Like we really don't know people anymore. Cause people ain't outside. Like the internet is the new outside. Niggas think just Cause you posting about being outside You outside A lot of these niggas inside Posting about being You ain't outside You feel me A lot of people showing up to these events Just to post that they were there To prove that they were outside That's not really outside Outside is experiencing being outside Remember the blacktop Remember going out on the blacktop Remember going out to the block party Neighborhood picnic Kicking it all of that People ain't doing that no more We can't We don't gather We don't gather to speak anymore And that's the scary part 
Like who y'all who who who's vouching for you? Your your Twitter timeline? Come on, man. Your followers? Stop it. Who who's vouching for you? What where are the people that raised you to be the person that you've explained you are to me? Where are they? Cause I'll point mine out, I'll walk you up to them. Ain't no shame in this game. But it's a lot of shame in a lot of people game, and that's scary, man. You basically hanging out with strangers? Stranger danger. Lyft got more um security than that. Airbnb got more security than that. You taking strangers to your hood because what they told you and they ain't verified? Women, men, children, all that. Who raised y'all? I don't know, man. It's just a weird time. It really is a weird time to, like, get to know people. And that's why, like, I pray to God I never be in a situation I ever have to internet date, bro. Like, that's the most... That's To me, internet dating is the silliest shit of all time. Like, I only cracked one shorty off the internet. That was in college. This white shorty. Cracked her in the tower. Which one? What tower was that? One of them Carbondale Towers. The one where you walk up the path and go left. Cracked her in there. That's it. That's the only one I ever... No, I'm not fucking with them internets. And she was Caucasian. I was wilding. (laughs) <laughs> that was a wild time in my life And she smoked cigarettes But I didn't know until I knew You feel me Cause it, exactly my point Who who are y'all Like I ain't fucking with these internets man I ain't fucking with none of that bro No strangers shall pass If I'm weary I'm on alert You'll get your ass bust on nigga This right hook nasty Better ask about me That's vouchful too But yeah, man, I don't know. Just be safe out here for real. But I'm going to cut this one a little short. I wanted to get into the the family dynamic, but I'm going to be right back. I'm going to be right back on Sunday. No, no lie. Like we because I really want to talk about like what used to be family. And like how we got to the point that we are now. Because family ain't the same anymore. Like as you get older, it's like crazy getting to... We gonna save it Cause I'm gonna be right back Cause that that's a podcast In and it of itself It's been 47 minutes I feel like that's decent And no funny shit I know I was kidding In the beginning But I do apologize For my absence But I I really had to Put my health first Cause like I said I've been really wilding This summer So I had to slow down On everything And get caught back up In the gym But yeah We back baby I biked from K-Town To Washington Park yesterday Easy Less than an hour so, I'm going to holler at y'all on Sunday. Let me know y'all thoughts on everything I asked about it. Y'all be safe, for real. Thank you for listening, as always. <laughs>